and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. Thank you so much. We're live in the 1.30 hour on Wednesday. The Thursday 1.30 hour Brad and Brit cast will be our last one for a week. We'll take the Thanksgiving week off. Brit, of course, is the Grand Marshal out in Los Angeles for the Rose Parade out there. And uh, he needs some time to, to get all gussied up, as they used to say uh, on the Andy Griffith show. The good old Tournament of Roses. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. yep. Uh, I have a, <laughs> I, I, I have a, uh, a clip here of us. Oh, no. Now, you know how Facebook sometimes just throw shit at you from the past yes and and i wasn't looking for it it just assaulted me about 10 minutes ago and it is from six years ago today that would be november 16th 2016 so trump had just been elected okay just been elected now uh brit uh, you and i have been accused of um Turning on Donald Trump. We were just huge supporters, and then we turned on him, right? That's what and, happened. That is, yeah, that's the most accurate. I, I think you're going to hear, we're hypocrites. Yeah. We're hypocrites. Yeah. You're going to yeah. see how much we love this man. We wanted to give him a chance to shine and live up to the, to the promise for America that he made when he was elected. Now, remember, he's not president yet. No. He's, you know. At that point, I think this is where he was already starting to bitch about his own win, right? This was where he was lying about the uh, popular vote, right? It wasn't yeah. enough that, that he, he was able to sneak through no. with the electoral, right? Okay, so let, let, let's hear what, and I, I haven't listened. I listened to like two seconds of this. Um, so let, let's, let's, here we go. Destroy anything and is apparently in the process of doing he's destroyed many things along the line now on his way to the the uh, the oval office and we've known that he is really about is he an eight-year-old child an 11 boy it's in terms of his maturity level and his ability sometimes he's nine sometimes he's six i don't think he ever gets above 10 i don't i don't think he's ever been above 10 so last night that would be tuesday night he sneaks out Sneaks out. He leaves Trump Tower, where he has been holed up for five days since last Thursday. Has not left there. Which, again, uh, remember, at the end of Hitler's reign, he died in a bunker. At the beginning of Trump's reign, he is in a bunker. I have a much nicer bunker than he ever had. Aren't you proud that we were already playing the Hitler card? (laughs) He wasn't even in office yet. The prescience. Yeah, here we go. My book but again, is- believe me. You, you, you shouldn't bring up these kinds of comparisons or analogies because but you have to. You 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 kind of have to. It, it just it, it speaks for itself. So he's in there for five days, <laughs> fucking up, being incapable of doing the kinds of things that his his followers and his supporters believe he is, which is a great executive, yeah. the kind of guy that would know how to hire and find the right people, a leader, and, and a leader. Yeah. The guy- Boy, we were sure we're proven wrong there. Huh? Man, we look so stupid. Could you stop? I'm embarrassed. He wouldn't have one of these rocky beginnings like Bill Clinton had it. Exactly. George W. Bush had it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of presidents have had issues at the beginning. They hire the wrong people, the wrong chief of staff. They do that. And yeah. it, it happens all the time. But it wasn't going to happen with Trump. No. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. He's a, he's, Are you nuts? <laughs> That's why I voted for Trump. He's a leader. He's a decision maker. Exactly. He's, he's a strong, decisive <laughs> man. Absolutely. That's <laughs> why I... And that's how he built these great businesses, these world-renowned brands that have such great value because standing behind them is Donald J. Trump. And so he's in there fucking up for five days. Right. And, and, and finally, on, 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 on Tuesday night, through this spokesperson, again, a woman you've never seen on TV. She never gives interviews. Her name is Hope Hicks. Oh, yeah. And sadly... Ah. Because she's extremely hot, yeah. we're missing out on, on someone yeah, who would sucks. really be uh, a great thing for TV. Is that sexist? Oh, yeah. in Trump world, it's not. No, a, no, no. We're, we're done with PC. You know, think about it. She never did become a, a public figure spokesperson for Trump. 
She never did. Um, in a, in a previous, I was, I was looking at something last night and you'll remember this, this was 30, God, this was 30 years ago. And it was this woman who claimed she was a former Miss Virginia and she claimed she had an affair with Virginia governor and then Virginia Senator Chuck Robb. Do you remember mm-hmm. this woman? I think her name was Ty Collins or something like that. And she went on the name, but I remember the, the, yeah, the, scandal. the scandal. It was, it was like it, it, on a, on a scale of one to 10 in Washington scandals, it's what a five, a four, something like that in, in terms of that. Mm. So she goes on and she's, she does playboy, which is what you did in those days for a number of years. If you would have a scandal, you would, sure. and none of these women had the opportunity to go and pose nude and make a lot of money, a Hope Hicks or, or whomever, right? None of these women had that opportunity. Well, in the case of Hope Hicks, she she did better than that. She didn't have to take her clothes off, and Fox hired her for a million dollars a year well, for there you a couple go. years. There so, you go. Yeah, lucky you know, her. Uh, you, you want more of this? This is great. yeah. Why not? I'm real- she, she's dead. Exactly. She, why do I she's too attractive to not be on TV? Why do I always see her name in print? I want to see her face right. on my TV. So at seven thirty, she sends out the little notice to all the members of the the uh, white house press corps who are covering trump that he's done for the night you can go home it's full right? so uh, the next thing you know 20 minutes later he, he's he's leaving and he goes over to this restaurant the 21 club and has a steak dinner where again he's nine years old and his whole reason for being all these years has been applause and rallies so he goes to a restaurant so that he can be applauded by people sitting in the restaurant thank who are surprised that he thank walked you in very much because he hasn't had a rally for what six seven it's been a days. while <laughs> the adulation of the public is not been <laughs> it just hasn't oh, been man. enough for him it's not, it's the, that's so, so he goes out and this spokesperson hope hicks claims that she didn't know that he was going out because remember you're always supposed to have at least uh, a couple of members of the press not sitting next to Donald Trump while he's eating dinner, but around. In case he gets accosted or shot or something. Anything. Everything the president does is newsworthy. If he coughs, obviously, if Hillary Clinton stumbles, that's newsworthy. I heard about this story last night, and I said, wow, it'll take about three seconds for the excusers, the defenders, to say, isn't that great that Donald Trump gave the press the slip because he doesn't have to play by the... Well... I, I guess we had that that, that guy nailed. I'm, we don't have to brag anymore about. In that. retrospect, Hope Hicks may not have been lying. He may have just gone out without telling her because he was always free balling. Oh, like sure. That. I mean, it's, it's I'm sure, but she was covering for him. Yeah. There, she didn't want to throw him under the bus and, and call him a liar. I and mean, that's just the being. You know, listen to more of that later on. I'm just gonna. This is gonna sound very Trumpian. We never get the credit we deserve. We just never get the credit for, no, for being out in front and right about this stuff. We just never. No, we. I. No, I'm trying to. So, so he, he went underground in his building up there for five days because what? He was pissed. He, he had nothing to say. I mean, it was, that's crazy. Usually, right after you get elected president, you're. Uh, uh, that brings us to what happened on uh, Tuesday night. Yeah in uh florida and uh brit you i take the bullet for the both of us here i i watch a lot of the uh the rallies the uh, the recent ones that he's been doing the stuff that i see when i saw it i had to watch it on mute so i'm reading a lot of things yeah that's i can't and really listen as i'm watching about 95 percent of what he said at mar-a-lago on tuesday is just the same script that he reads when he's at the rallies, but when he's Mm -hmm. at the rallies across the country, whether they're in Ohio or New Hampshire or Florida, Arizona, Texas, he's got a group of people in front of him who love him, who Mm -hmm. are ready to laugh at everything he's doing when he's looking for a laugh and they're ready to applaud and they're going crazy and they're singing God bless America and they're they're singing God bless the USA, and they're they're really into it. It's a it's a good old fashioned hoedown every time Trump does a rally. That's what he's good at. So I find it sort of curious, and I, I think it was a mistake. I guess I'm the only one that thinks this. He should have announced at one of those rallies. He should have done it right there. Because the pe- the people would have gone bananas there, and you would have had that moment. Instead, you had this horrendously droll Donald Trump 
trying to be, I'm, I'm going to be elegant tonight. Remember? He said that. I'm going to be elegant. I'm not going to be. And so he read the teleprompter like a monotone back and forth. Here's one piece of glass with the writing on it. Here's another piece of glass. And he went through the same list of Festivus grievances. And I'm a victim. And this isn't about me. It's about you. No, it's really about me. And on and on. But he, he had an answer for why the Republicans didn't do so well in the midterms last Tuesday. He basically said the American people are stupid and they don't know the pain that's been inflicted on them. That's what that's essentially what he told. Right. That's and what he said. Right? Few, right. And over the next few years, it will get so bad that they will realize it and then turn <laughs> to him. I, I, I feel like if Hitler really hadn't died in the bunker, let's say he really had escaped and, and, and we didn't know any better. And it was the body double bit. And, and he really did make it somewhere. And then two years later, he shows up in Berlin and says, I'm back. How about another how about another thousand years? OK, <laughs> I feel that's where we're at right now, because uh, and again, I, I did this uh, courtesy of a calculator. It's one of my old calculators here. Um, if if Donald Trump were elected president in 2024, that would mean. We are barely halfway through the infliction of the ego and the horribleness of the Donald Trump era. We're only halfway through because I'll give you two years before the election, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Plus four years in office. That's six. Mm -hmm. Now we have two years until the next election mm -hmm. and then add four and you have another six. So, if that did happen at the end of his four year term, he still wouldn't be going away. He'd no. still be part of the city. So we are less, think about this, we are less than halfway through if he gets reelected. And even if he doesn't get reelected, then we're only um, three quarters of the way through because six, two would be eight. And then in the eighth year, he gets beaten again. And we don't have to put up with four years of a second presidency. Well, and, and, and that's and this depressing. Is, that is really depressing shit. Well, and I think this the, the key is this is supposed to be multi-generational. He's supposed to have either after he's bows out of the spotlight, whenever that is, whenever his body's cold, it's supposed to be Cokehead or Ivanka uh, stepping up and taking over the mantle. I think that's the well, plan. It's 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 quite interesting here. I haven't heard about the third of the triumvirate, but uh, Ivanka Trump put out a statement explicitly saying yeah. i'm having no part of this shit no thank you i'm no part of this shit i don't want anything to do with it and i think eric trump said i'm not gonna you know uh i guess he's gonna have to to, to be in charge of selling off all the parts of the trump organization when it's found to be guilty no you know, there won't be anything to sell of course I that's know. that's a, if eric's not involved this thing's doomed because that's that's the geniusry that led them where, to the promised did, land. Did I miss on Don Jr.? Was he must have been there? But I, there's I no way. I I, I find it. very I find it very hard to believe that Don Jr. is not going to be involved. Because what the fuck else does he have to do? Go over to Africa and slaughter baboons or something? I mean, there's nothing else this guy's got to do. Of course he's no, got to be involved. I I think I can read between the lines on the Ivanka Trump statement, and I actually believe everything in there, which is I just want to have a private life and raise my kids well, um, yeah. and, and i so, and i get that because because basically she's had six years of this shit along with with the old man and, and and what's it gotten her it's gotten her probably the loss of every friend she's ever had right. in her life and i think this is my guess that that's what she would want to do in her personal life rebuild that part of her life i don't know her um she's probably just as you know she's as horrendous as her father but nothing could be that bad uh and that that's my guess and and why would she she's still got the uh, little kids and so I'm, I'm into that and she also in the end could think exactly what most republicans are thinking which is we have to divorce ourselves from trumpism not because he tried to overthrow the government not because he tried to overturn democracy 
not because he lies, not because he's a grifter, not because he used the presidency in ways that we've never seen, not because he used the Justice Department or the FBI or the IRS. At least he was aspirational to do that, to go after his enemies. Not all those things. It's just because politically he's not advantageous to us anymore, and we don't win with him at all. That's the reason. And maybe Ivanka Trump thinks that way, too. She doesn't ever have to say it, but why would you uh, book a, a spot on board the the uh, SS Titanic Trump yeah. if you think it's going down this time, even if your mm-hmm. last name is Trump? That would be my guess. At some point, yeah. I mean, I would I would hope, but I I still will say this is the family business now. And he was always going to run because this is the best way that they've got to grift a lot of money from a lot of stupid people. There's no other product for them to sell. The real estate thing I don't think is happening anymore. The golf thing is not happening anymore. This is how you do it. This is the keys to the kingdom. And there are people that don't have a pot to piss in that are throwing money at this guy today that they're going to put right in that pocket. They're going to put right in their pockets. I think from a, from an atmospheric standpoint, you're right. You know, we, you've been consistent on this for years and there's never been anything to, to dissuade uh, you or, or, or me or anybody else from thinking that's true. But, but there is an expiration date on everything. Oh, yeah. There is the law of diminishing returns that eventually sets in on everything. Amazon, the company, has lost more than half of its stock market value in the last year. It went from being a a $2 trillion company, total stock market value, and now it's less than $1 trillion. I know you're crying in your beer for that, but the fact is Mm -hmm. that there was no possible way they could keep growing the way they did in the past because you can't grow trees to the sky. And if you're Donald Trump, he should have never been president in 2016 2017, let alone thinking that he's in a position to create some kind of dynastic um, framework for which his completely inadequate children, it, it, it's not going to work that way. It, it will not work that way. No, no way. but they're, still... they're not be, for it. They're not beloved enough. They're, they're, oh, they're, I, I, not, I realize it's not I, King Charles. Okay. I realize it's, that, but they've also, they've got no other options. I mean, they're done. Well, this I don't it. care if they don't have any other. They better, maybe they maybe there's a good opening at a crypto, <laughs> budding crypto thing. I, I want to know from you because you were watching in real time. Did it hit you in real time that oh, this is really low energy? Like there's nothing well, sure. going. On. He is not committed to this. His heart is fucking not in this at all. That 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 hit you in real time. Well, of course it did, um, but he's so transparent. He went out of his way to say that, uh, I'm, I'm going to be very, very deliberate about this announcement. In fact, I'm even going to be elegant. He used that word elegant. If there's ever a word that should be 500 miles from Donald Trump, it's the word elegant, but okay. And that was the version last night of what he used to do at rallies. He hasn't done it for a while. Remember the, oh, I can be presidential. Watch me be presidential. And he would walk back and forth. I'm a president. Look, I'm going to act like a normal person. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. He was making fun of it. Mm-hmm. And um, this was his attempted version of that. But a, a wiser person than me, and there's lots of them around, noted this. And just close your eyes and think of every presidential announcement that you've ever seen in the past, usually, usually they are done during the day. Uh, sometimes they are done in snowstorms mm-hmm. in in Minnesota or in California. They, they just happen, and it's always a real excited crowd. It can be outside, and the person is always surrounded. And when I say surrounded, I mean physically close to family members to show their support right mm. there that was so the opposite of yeah. what happened in mar-a-lago there was trump as always all by himself it's all about me and on that same day his number one assistant his daughter didn't want anything to do with him 
and now she was there she was sitting in the audience right uh but that doesn't count big fucking deal she's she's like every other person no you should have them but you know what that where was the wife i guess she was there too but the visuals on this were horrible yeah they they were the atmospherics were dreadful it was it was a hot sweaty ballroom situation and i don't know whether you've seen the the uh clip it's uh from a reporter at abc they were at the back of the room and the further back you went a couple rows back people were bored silly they were yeah. trying to get the hell out of there yeah. they they wanted to leave before the intermission and you know why because it was boring and again if you've watched any rallies i'm not even talking about the most recent ones i mean this is the way trump's always done it this is how he extends it out to fidel castro length speaking which is you know hour and a half two hours he repeats himself he goes back to the same subjects he talks about the same thing two three four times well again when he's at a rally out in uh real america they tolerate it although people bug out of those too but they tolerate it yesterday tuesday those were people that have heard this shtick a million times and and even they, and I guess a lot of those people were just prisoners because they were guests at Mar-a-Lago at this particular moment. Those weren't all political supporters. You want to know who the big names were that were there? Try this out. Uh, Roger Stone. I saw that. The Pillow Guy. Yeah. Uh, the other people there. Dude, this is just dreadful. It's just it's a, horrible shit. It's a cavalcade of stars. Yeah, yeah. Um, in other words, nobody, there, there yeah. was nobody there. There, there was nobody there. I had and everybody's say, pointing out that this is like a month after, uh, Roger Stone publicly called Ivanka Trump an abortionist bitch. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Awkward. You, 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 don't, you don't think they had uh, seats right next to each other? Uh, Awkward. <laughs> um, if you're, if you're Tiffany Trump, do you have, I mean, legitimately, do you have the idea that, oh, they were just kind of faking going through my wedding just so they get to this shit. Like this, my, my wedding Guess was what? like a- <laughs> I can guarantee you she was on a 707 leaving on a jet plane faster than you can say bye-bye, <laughs> Sammy. See you outside of Miami someday. <laughs> I mean, she's always she been kind of the afterthought that. child anyway. I mean, she's really and, – and then all of a sudden this is like, oh, they were just kind of going through the motions on my wedding so they get to this bullshit announcement, which is the thing that was really important to Donald right. John Trump. Yeah, it was, you know, it was the uh, it was the American carnage speech. It was the um, American carnage speech. And, and one of his uh, more recent greatest hits, which he's said at every rally, doesn't get quite the attention that it would have gotten because he said it last night, is his love of justice in China for drug dealers oh, in, yeah. in China yeah. or Singapore. Yeah. If you're caught dealing drugs oh, and he he has this statistic that he throws out every time which ex, excuse me i have to extract this from my ass before i read it oh every drug dealer kills 500 people now I, wow that's bad i i guess i don't like someone killing 500 people but he loves china because if you're caught dealing drugs they arrest you and in two hours you have a bullet in the back of your head and wow. you're dead that's how they handle it and he wants that death penalty right now for, mm-hmm. for and, and see nobody even begins to think well guess what you know that's a that's a crime yeah. and states and cities and counties that's how we do crime okay there isn't a federal kill the drug dealers no. law or bill or we have this crazy it, it thing about matter does it it doesn't no, matter it doesn't we've got this crazy thing about due process and again if you love the constitution i, I hate to point these things matter. out being able matter. to face your accusers jury of your peers does this oh. ring a bell with anyone, oh, anyone so, at all? so you're you're for our children being poisoned with fentanyl right. a hundred thousand right. a year you you're for that is that what you're saying that's right the, the problem yeah. is that we are not executing and imprisoning enough people in this country clearly if we did if maybe if we led the world in imprisoning people Oh, we do by like a lot. Oh, and somehow that's not working. That's Rip, so that's weird. That's why we need to just shoot them on the spot. Don't you understand? <laughs> that way you don't have more in prison. They're just dead. 
Um, let's talk about you. let's talk about the coverage because you and I were like, who's going to cover it? Who's not? CNN was live. Fox was live. C-SPAN was live. MSNBC, as far as I could see, didn't touch it. Correct? Uh, no, you're wrong. They did uh, have some because there, there's a lot. There's a lot of nuance to that. CNN okay. was live for 20 minutes and then they they cut out. To right? their credit, they started talking over him with a, with right. a panel. Right, that was it. I mean, basically, it was the first 20 minutes, and, and that was all you heard. And uh, on Fox, they they went a little bit longer. Yeah. And then they cut out, and they started talking about it, but then they went back to it for the end. And MS uh, DNC, yeah. <laughs> I love when they do that. That's I classic. That. So good. Um, MSNBC didn't run it live at all but they did exactly what fox did during the january 6th hearings that were on during the uh during the prime time hours they didn't run it live but what they did is they they put the hearings up in a little box in the corner and they just talked about it the whole time so you never heard any of trump's actual speaking but you saw that it was going on and they were talking about it. And Alex Wagner had uh, Peter Baker of the New York Times talking about it. So they were uh, pretty close to being in normal programming. So it's kind of an interesting mirror image of, of priorities here. Um, you know, in the end, uh, you know, whatever Trump did, it gets out there. Um, but that's I guess that's a fair characterization. But I guess the most important thing is that that Fox didn't go all in on it, that they just didn't run it without. Well, what was uh, the, what was their vibe? But, but, clearly, the March. But, but remember, are... well, but the... remember what they did when they when they cut away from it. They, they had Mike Huckabee and that Pete Hedseth guy completely sucking up, saying that you just heard the greatest speech in American history. That forget was the FDR, fo- forget, forget Reagan, for, forget Kennedy. So that was, was the Fox vibe? Huh? So they're, they're, still, they're still struggling. Because the marching orders have very clearly come for the Murdoch family. We are a DeSantis fucking channel. You guys need to get on board with this DeSantis train, because this is our guy. And yeah, now... I they have a lover. The, they've got a lover pulling them in a lo- another direction right now. I understand that, but they have. They, Rupert always hedges his bets, no matter what it looks like. He's always got his bets hedged, and, and this work. is the way to do it. You, you run the work. coverage. You 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 talk about how great he was, then you move on, and you kind of ignore him as best you can. Um, you got the Fox viewers demand they have to know who they're going to go for. They need to be told who to go for. They cannot be pulled this way and that way. We need to either move on from Donald Trump, and it's terrible the things that he's saying right now about DeSantis and Glenn Youngkin and all these other people, or, oh, my God, I need you back in my life, ex-lover. That's what needs to happen right now. Well, you know, here we are six years after what we said on that day, and uh, – I think it's fair to say we, we were not anticipating a good four years ahead, were we? And correctly so. Um, but uh, as we sit here this day, this November 16th, um, I think we have to acknowledge a couple of things that we might not have acknowledged before the last election. Because at some level, I don't think we thought it could happen. Most of us didn't think that we're not really going to elect this guy. And Hillary Clinton was leading in most of the polls. It didn't seem like she was going to get get beat, but it happened. I think this time around, nobody, nobody is going to operate under the assumption that Donald Trump could not be the next president. It could happen. Mm. You have to acknowledge that. I'll give um, you that. Uh, but and- he also, can, can I just say that I, he feels to me to be much less of a threat than he was in 2016 or 2020. He seems much more, I don't know, emasculated, weak, uh, ineffectual, uh, low energy. It, it seems like the act is played out at this point. Again, I'm not discounting the fact that he could win, but to me, he does, he's not as scary as he was. Well, we've, we've defined deviancy down in terms of what is acceptable to be president of the United States. And the first thing that, 
we talk about in that arena is age. Okay. So it's a double-edged sword. Biden, who said he ran in 2020 because of Trumpism, because of Charlottesville, if he's been egged on again, and he's in effect said it, if Trump runs again, that makes me more likely to want to run. Um, if that happens and we have you know, 82-year-old candidate Joe Biden, I guess he, he won't be, he'll almost be 82, right? Because he mm. just turned 80 this week, mm. right? After knocking the on the door, knocking on yeah, the door. Yeah. 82. So in, in effect, 82-year-old Joe Biden against, and, and what did we say Trump is? 75, 76. Mm-hmm. So he'll be mm-hmm. 78. Um, just that fact in and of itself, suddenly the observation I think you correctly made about Donald Trump low energy, intentional or not, um, it's going to be two more years down the line for him. Uh, I mean, he's got two years of insults and trash and garbage and legal problems that are ahead of him. But on the other side of that could be, who knows, another Trump presidency. I shudder. I perish the thought. And... It forces you and me again, and a lot of us, to ask the question, why would they still vote for him? Why would there possibly be a constituency big enough? And forget the raw number from 2020. That, that does, he got 10 million more votes than he got in 2016. It doesn't mean anything right now. It really doesn't. Because there's so much flux. There's so many people that again uh, in 2022 just last week who were trump voters who obviously decided they'd had enough of trumpism which was expressed through these candidates who were ready to change election results if they could get themselves in the position to do so or, or in the case of doug mastriano in pennsylvania he would get to a point the secretary of state, they don't have an elected secretary of state. And that secretary of state would have done Doug Mastriano's bidding, assumedly on behalf of a candidate, Donald Trump, to nail down Pennsylvania for Trump come hell or high water. And the voters right. said, you know, we don't want that. But they didn't overwhelmingly say this. Remember, most of these elections were pretty close. Again, right. they were three, four point wins. And, and so that means we still have 40 to 45 percent of people who instantly would vote for Trump. So if the opponent is Joe Biden and we don't know what the atmospherics will be like, we don't know what the economy is going to be like. We don't know what God forbid gas prices are going to be like in two years. We don't know if there's still going to be, I hope not a war in Europe mm-hmm. in two years that if it, if it is, it will have bled, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars more from the allies and the United States. It will not be helpful to our, to our, to our economy. So you better go buy Lockheed Martin stock. You want to cash in on that one. Are you, did you do that um, yourself? Then now is that an advisor? Brett, Brett, I have advisors. I have nothing to do. But you can any... call them up and say, I want some Lockheed Martin. I mean, you, you're capable of doing that. Brit, I'm more likely to call them up and say, I'd like some Dean Martin. Dean Martin, could you could you cue that up? Everybody loves somebody sometimes. Hey, hey Jerry. Hey. Am, am I right, though, in saying, and you you and I, again, are just haters. And again, that clip that you just you played uh, 20 minutes ago proves that we were on board with, we knew what this guy was. We could tell what this piece of shit was walking down Main Street. Does it seem to you that that whole thing last night has landed like a penguin fart? Like there's no, there's no impact whatsoever. The production value didn't work and America shrugged. Am am I right in saying that? Or am I just too far inside the bubble? You are, except you have to put this into, into perspective here. When he came down that golden escalator in, in Trump tower, that was a, a complete, bizarre Ringling Brothers choreographed circus moment because remember they had to hire people to to be there to cheer for Trump. It was a total, 
And we all laughed at it. We thought that was bullshit. So now this is the other side of that. He's got all the, the baggage of, of the six, seven years of being out there. And every time we've made a decision that, well, this is the time. Oh, he sure blew it this time. Or Brad says, oh, he should have done, a, done it at a rally. Um, we turn out to be wrong. Now, eventually, we're going to be the blind squirrel that finds the nut or the clock that's right twice a day on the guy. And, and he will have that expiration date finally come. Um, but I don't know if it's here yet. And, uh, you and I are not on the other side of the aisle agonizing over what happens with other, other candidates. I mean, if I was Ron DeSantis, I'd probably say, fuck it. What is he? 40, 44. Yeah. So he's got about 10 more, 10 more election cycles to run for president before we'd get to the age of Donald Trump right now. He's got plenty of time. Then there's the, wait a minute. He's got the hot hand right now. He just got reelected in Florida, uh, one of the most important states in the country, by over 15 points. You got to grab it now. This is your moment. Look, Barack Obama was a barely known senator when he mm-hmm. said, I'm it. I can do it. I'm the man. Uh, not a lot of people believed him. Next thing you know, he was the president of the United States. You can but serve your you can serve this, your two this, terms if you're DeSantis, and you could be retired from everything at 54. Basically, is what what ha- what could happen. Well, that's not he's not that his goal isn't to be retired at 54. Maybe but, it is. Maybe he just wants to make the grab and get the fuck out. Yeah. But if he loves he's, this country and he sees what's going on, he'll run now, Brad. He'll run right now and save really? us all. That there would be an act of patriotism for him to run. It's, uh, it just America feels did, like done, yeah. this. This was your real red ripple, I think, on on Tuesday night. I just don't. I, I don't think this thing landed. I'll go further, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, because we're not in Arizona. You and I don't live there. You, you, I don't think you have anybody that lives in Arizona anymore. Uh, that that whole situation there, and and the way that Carrie Lake is trying to fire people up and. That that whole thing about uh, the cheating and oh my god they stole it again, that doesn't seem to be resonating at all either. It it may not be resonating, but that doesn't mean it's dead. Uh, I mean I, I, I'm not going to say, and I'm I'm kind of surprised, and I don't hope this happens. I hope there's not some major uh, tragedy in Arizona with some of these proud boy assholes going off and oh my god it was stolen and gunning down twenty people at you know an office building somewhere i hope that doesn't happen but given the inspiration and the kind of people that they are would it be that surprising no and that's the point that's the point and because trump is such a liar he's just so psychotically broken and we don't know for sure whether he's a true believer in his own bullshit. You can't be 100% sure. But remember, every loss has two components to it. Number one, it wasn't really a loss. And number two, we really won. And anything that you think that was negative or losing about was someone else's fault, not yours not mine. It was them. And I don't think any of that has changed because Trump is giving aid and comfort to people who, even if they're not out in the streets right now, protesting or not filing lawsuits anymore, he still got their back. But on the other hand, I can argue the other side. Maybe you're right. Maybe four years of this is enough. And I have this other theory the uh, the famous uh, uh, turnaround projection theory here, which is this: at his thing at Marlar. By the way, uh, the New York Post uh, they get five cookies. You see what they did? They just put Florida man makes speech <laughs> at the bottom of the front page, and they said Florida man makes speech, page twenty six. Okay, it's the New York Post. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, see, I mean, yeah, the, the Murdochs the, are the minute the Murdochs are I, like just just like unapologetically shitting on this guy every chance they get. I I know, and 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 I I that's really really funny, um, and, and and that's great. But here here's what I was trying to get to. Trump said absolutely 
nothing about election denial in particular. He said nothing in particular about how I didn't really lose that election. He didn't go there. That's something he has been going to in his rallies. So he left that explicit part out. Um, and it's my belief that he may have made the calculation and maybe the election results, even if he won't acknowledge that uh, they weren't, how should we say, favorable to uh, the candidates he explicitly supported, Ted Budd excluded, and he didn't really, you know, he, he wouldn't go crazy for Ted Budd anyway. But um, for the most part, you know, his his biggies all lost, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they were all election liars like him. So he really does know that it's not a winning hand anymore to win elections. It never really was, uh, but now it's been proven absolutely positively proven so what he may have started to do last night is go completely silent on that issue and then when people like you and me and the evil media bring up the fact that donald trump is a person who has denied the reality of election losses for him and has never conceded the 2020 election What he's going to do is he's going to blame you for bringing up the topic. Sound familiar here? Why are you talking about? I never talked. I never said that. He is going to go in full 100% denial that he ever questioned an election. And you are the problem. You are causing it. Why are you talking about this? And most of his followers because this is what drives all of us crazy. They will go along with that new lie. So he's going to lie on top of the lie about saying that the election results were unfair. He's going to lie and say, I never said that. Who said that? I, why are you bringing this up? And they'll go along with him. Now, that's a bizarre, upside-down conspiracy theory of insanity. But... He didn't talk about it at the moment when he had the most attention he's going to have between now and maybe the Republican convention in uh, the summer of 2024, right? This is the, he, he's never going to get even 2.2 cable network live coverage of anything that he does. And he chose not to say that. So what do you think of that theory? Well, it's a high watermark. I mean, as far as his coverage, you're right. I think from here on out, nobody's nobody, not as many people are going to cover anything that he does until he makes the announcement he's withdrawing. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I was reading some stuff. By the way, Stormy Daniels heard me uh, make an announcement about withdrawal. She kicked me out of the room. Yeah. Um, I was reading for, uh, stuff from a lot of people saying that they feel like the announcement really helps the Democrats, and in particular, it helps them ahead of the uh, the runoff election in Georgia. Uh, between Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. Do you agree that this is helpful to the Democrats? Because I, I think it is. Well, I think specifically about Georgia, it, uh, every little thing he does is bullshit. Yeah. I think that was a big song by the police, right? Everything he does is Huge. bullshit. A big one. <laughs> um, because the the incentive is so not there. It is It is so not there for Republicans. For instance, if you saw... Uh, I guess he's been reelected to to uh, run the Republicans as the uh, minority leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, as uh, as Machiavellian and evil as he is. I would never, ever question his actual intelligence and uh, his political instincts. They're pretty good. And he flat out said the, the total truth again on on Tuesday that. Republicans lost their way. They really didn't have any kind of message that resonated across the country, specifically with people. It was all about scaring the shit out of them. He didn't use that word, but basically that's what he was saying. And he said it didn't work. It just didn't work. And then he reiterated what he said back in August, that this issue with a candidate quality did play a part of it. And uh, candidate quality 
uh, that would also cover Herschel Walker. Okay, <laughs> it really does cover Herschel Walker pretty much. He, he's kind of the poster boy, if you will. I mean, he's kind of Exhibit A. Yeah. So uh, between Mitch McConnell acknowledging that, between Trump making the uh, next two years of your life all about him, that's all that matters. Uh, the fact that he didn't mention, and I'm glad you brought this up. It just occurred to me, unless I missed it, he had an opportunity. And, you know, put your seatbelt on because I'm going to say something really ridiculously stupid. If Donald Trump were a team player, okay, stop laughing, then he would have used that national forum to talk about the importance of electing Herschel Walker next month in Georgia. But he he can't do that. He didn't even think of that. It doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter one sh- and and uh, I'll ask you. You get the call on this, yes or no? Will Donald Trump inflict himself onto the voters of Georgia with a live appearance or two, or will he not go because he doesn't give a shit, or will he not go because he is told flat out? Uh, you don't have a passport that's good in Georgia. We don't want you here, sir. If he gets the notion that that thing is a dead bang loser, he won't go. Otherwise, he'll go. If he feels like he can pull it out and get the credit for pulling it out, then he'll go to Georgia. But if he starts sniffing around and there are some people that are like, he's not going to win this runoff, you're going to look stupid. And then DeSantis stays away as well. Then I think he'll stay away. But based on that, there's no way he goes because everywhere he went, he lost. Yeah. Except North Carolina. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, But, you know, standing next to uh, Donald Trump is not like having your picture taken with a, with a beetle or the queen. No, it's something you treasure forever. But you know, that. Herschel Walker would even Herschel Walker's people would not be able to refuse him if he wanted to come. It's just a matter of that's why I use the word inflict. I use the word inflict. That's why. And and that's another reason. It's like the the fist fight between DeSantis and Trump as they get on stage to try to endorse Herschel Walker and make the event all about themselves. I mean, that could be delightful and delicious, right? Uh, Yeah. 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 Yeah, That that would be the perfect uh, ending to all this. Trump going to Georgia uh, ostensibly to uh, Trump to stump for Herschel, right? And all he does is make a speech about himself again. Yeah. As as if he was at one of these rallies across the country. Because, again, if if you saw it, it's worse than ever. I mean, when he comes to your city to campaign for you, yeah, it's – it is a, a festivus of, of the same grievances over and over again. Same shit. Uh, which which now include, you know, them raiding his, his uh, beautiful home here in Mar-a-Lago. Um, and the candidate for whom he is appearing gets pointed at and introduced and speaks for 25 seconds and then is, is sent off. It's like a hook at the old uh, talent shows. They're hooked around the neck and they're gone. Right. It's worse than the Academy Awards when they turn up the music. And I'm surprised he doesn't do that. And by the way, I was surprised. This is Trump's idea of elegance. This is Trump's idea of of a quality production, because, as you know, he's a genius in media, Brit. He he is just he's just so good at it. He decided not to play the creepy music there the last 10 minutes like he has at all these rallies, this QAnon droll um, violin concerto of doom that he's been playing. So by not doing that, that's Trump's version of I'm being elegant. I'm I'm showing optimism by by not doing that. But he was talking about all the same things about the the crime and uh, the pouring over the borders and the, you know the same stuff. Um, so the answer is we thought it sucked. But it doesn't matter. And there are so many moving parts. 
between now and two years from now that it's it's almost unimaginable because think think about two years ago november 16th 2020 we hadn't had january 6 2021 happen yet we could never have anticipated what's gone on between then and now politically so it just makes no sense to even think that we can predict what the future will be but uh i would you know it, it, I mean, this is the old buy a lot of popcorn because <laughs> you know, don't know what don't know what's going to happen here. And uh, uh, I, I, I just hope we hold the line on the democratic process. You got to st- you got to keep your eye on the ball. The, the the Georgia runoff is what matters now. Anything else we can worry about afterwards. It's 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 it Warnock does, and it, Walker, it, and that's it. Right. It it would get it would make the uh, the Democratic uh, majority in the House mansion proof um, if they can get that next vote. Okay, it would make it mansion proof. Now, it wouldn't make it both mansion and cinema proof. Oh, actually, it would. Yeah, it would. Uh, If you if you get two more, then you can afford to lose both of those every time. You still have uh, 50 plus Kamala Harris so you can pass shit. That's right. In the uh, in the House of uh, or, excuse but me, in the Senate. In the there's, Senate. A minor, there's a minority even of, of, of liberals or Democrats who are like, ah, Georgia doesn't even matter. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't say that. No, no, no. This is this is huge. This is a big well, deal. I haven't heard anybody say it don't matter. Yeah, I know. I you mean, you haven't been out there looking. It, it's out there. Well, I, don't look, I don't For it, I don't look for the negative. <laughs> there's a, ah, it doesn't matter. We already got it. We're good. No, no, no. This is a huge deal. Plus, Herschel Walker is kind of a piece of shit and really stupid. So there's there's also that element of it. And he'll be a complete tool of everything like that, like that reverend said a few weeks ago, everything those white people want him to do. He'll just go ahead and be led right to it. So, yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. This is a big deal. And that's what the eyes on the prize are. Not this stuff over here with Trump doing whatever bullshit he's doing. This is the this is it. You got it. You got to focus on this thing right now. Right. With the caveat emptor, buyer beware stamp on all of this. Trump could be the next president and Herschel Walker could be. Yeah. The next senator from Georgia. I don't think it's going to happen. The the stars are not lined up in his favor at all now, fortunately. And uh, he can just go back to uh, uh, producing babies, uh, getting abortions for women who he doesn't want to have the babies and, and all the other good things that he's well known for now. Right. He never did that. That wasn't him. You're right. He denied it. We have to take him at his word. I forgot. I forgot. 